Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Caitlin, playing Fable Frost, the Ace Chanassi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. I'm Megan. I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eladrin Glamour Bard. Howdy, y'all. This is Maz. I'm playing Tom Roth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. All right. So with us tonight, it is a limited cast. Uh, so do bear with us. But we are super happy to be here with you guys for a bit of the good old-fashioned Dungeons and or Dragons this evening. Hope you guys are having a great time. Before we get into tonight's adventure, we do uh, have a brief announcement about our good friends over at Norse Foundry. Caitlin, would you like to tell us about Norse Foundry? Hey, guess what? They make metal dice. They're awesome. Oh. <laughs> um, I know. I know. That was the simplest, easiest. If you have a need for gorgeous, beautiful dice in your life, and you all do because you're all gorgeous and beautiful, get you some Norse Foundry dice. Metal and gemstone dice by the people who also bring you very, very awesome dice boxes and coins and all the things I wish that I had in front of me. But I have this boulder. It's a nice boulder. And you can use the discount code REPRPG. That's R-E-P-R-P-G. For 15% off of your entire order. Absolutely. And that is going to be... Uh, and it's a good amount. It, it's a great discount. Definitely takes care of shipping in most cases. And they have tremendous stuff. So definitely do that. Um, everybody that has joined us for the PvP stuff, we will have more information coming out soon. We are sifting through our, uh, our applicants. And we hope to have a cast out uh, very shortly. And we'll have a schedule for the league and, and all of those good things, along with details about other opportunities. Uh, there's been such a tremendous response. Even uh, we want to have other day of tournaments and, and uh, minor leagues and things like that. So definitely keep your eyes and ears on the social medias for all of those things. All right. Now, is that it? I think that's everything I got, right? Everybody good? Sounds good to me. Let's get into tonight's adventure, shall we? Our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdrakt. They are lands of myth, legend. They are lands where one can decide their fate with enough force of will and blood. Our heroes are the archivists. They have been on a epic journey across the continent of Lickdrakt to find the forge. And this, their uh, penultimate stop, has taken them to a variety of ancient dwarven and giant fortresses as they have attempted to aid the House of Shields in their reclamation of their ancient history. Ancient history, I say, like grandfather's history for dwarves, but, you know. For us humans, it was a long time ago. So, uh, so yes. They have just returned uh, from the Frozen Fjord, where the Black King's crown sits. And they have brought back with them the uh, Divine Shield, uh, Divine Crown, uh, Helmet, uh, Circlet Ring, right? Of the, of the Frozen Giants of the, of the North having bested a spirit of ancient uh, winter and malice and earned the respect of those uh, ghostly embodiments. Here in the House of Shields, it is a uh, large dwarven fortress uh, past its prime, 
but our heroes have been able to bring back not only relics from each of these different societies, but also a number of allies from the uh, Forge of the Fist. And so this is where we, we pick up once again with uh, Beardrin and his um, Seneschal, or well, that's the wrong word, and his uh, second in command. Yeah, okay, maybe it was. Um, Adrian? Adric? Adric. Oh, no. yes. Adric. Yeah. There it is. Look at me remembering names I made up. Ugh. It's weird. Um, you guys have had a long rest. You have uh, had the opportunity to to level up, and so the final uh, portal awaits. Uh, just just um, probably need to to speak with Beardrin and and Hadric and uh, and see what is is left to come but um but yeah the you guys are are pretty much to the point where opening the black king's uh chambers is is the last remaining step so uh what would you guys like to do today i need to go shopping for any health potions that are available okay we have been gone for like a couple of days on each of these excursions and we haven't gone shopping when we've come back mm -hmm. so in theory they'd be able to have made new ones potentially yeah we we can we can definitely give it a uh give it a search you guys have been bringing back some very worthwhile uh and uh things to be crafted materials there it is that's you know, what I, I, I for one i for one would uh would like some some healing potions as i for my own health often have to play separate and uh i don't have access to healing spells as a sorcerer so i'd like some glug glugs please let's buy all of them like some like glug glugs okay it's not friday let's calm down wait i didn't I'm just going to never talk again. Love you. I didn't do it. You did it. You called it Friday. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, as far as the, the local alchemist go, I, I don't remember their names. But, uh, yeah. Biffer. Biffer's Brewery. Uh, there is... Is it Beaver Sutherland? Because that, it needs to be. No, no. Damn. That's in, that's in the Northern Beaver Mountains. Beaver and Kiefer? Yeah. No, that, that was Leifer. That was Leifer, so Northerland. That, and he had his cousin, whose name was Keither, who lived in the, the, in the Sutherlands. I think I'm going to self... Uh, burst into flame now, um, just from frustration. That is on you. So, Biffer, what you got you. for us, lad? <laughs> right, so, let's uh, see what we got here. Uh, we've been able to, to brew us a, a fine fire giant strength potion, uh, so that when these uh, is decent amount there. And uh, what else have we got going here? We do have, I've got three uh, basic healing potions, but that that's that, about that's all I've got on that front. That. I'll take all three, thank you. All right, all right. Uh, so that is 75 apiece for 225 total. 
Do you have it? Do you need help? I have it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm good. Um, Killed so many bugs. Yes. So, cool. She's going to hand... We all get one. Everybody gets a potion. Basic healing potion? Yes. Yes. Also, um, did we get the chance to long rest? Yes. Thank you. And, uh, the only other thing I'm seeing here that might be of interest to you is a uh, potion of growth. Go on. How much? I, for the potion of growth, I say about 300. Done. Right. Not bad. <sighs> Who would be best with that? I would like to be a giant freezing ball of fire. I don't think it'll help me, though. So just for visual sake, I think it'd be does hilarious. It, does it add... What is it? <laughs> what does it do? We gain the benefits of enlarge from the enlarge reduce spell for one hour. So it's the and, melee. And we have two of those in the bag of holding already. That's still going to have some more. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will so take the, one of those. The benefits of enlarge, for those of you that, that don't know, uh, your target size doubles in all dimensions. Uh, its weight is multiplied by eight. Growth increases this, its size by one category from medium to large, for example. Uh, there will be enough room. Until the spell ends, the target, you have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Uh, your weapons also grow to match size. These weapons are enlarged. Target uh, The target's attacks with them deal a 1d4 extra damage. So how about you both take one? Okay, I don't have any melee weapons, but okay. Wait, no, you got a melee weapon? Didn't I, didn't I get you that adamantine dagger a while back? No, I don't get in fighting range of people, and I don't have anything but... Uh, I don't even have a staff. I have a staff, I think, technically. It's just a wooden stick. I have no any special weapons. Would you like one? Sure, I can stab people if that's fine with you. He did. He did get. He did, did he? specifically dip one in adamantine for you. Oh, because we all needed an. And I'm, I've never used it. We all needed an adamantine something. How do I dagger? It's been a minute since I played a rogue or anything that stabbed. Okay, thanks. Okay, I'll thanks. use that. Yeah, it's just it's one d four damage. Thanks. Proficiency plus. Uh, what's higher, your dex or your uh, strength? My dex. So. We also uh, have. Oh, we also have a rapier and a sword cane in the bag of holding if Sride needs something. I have a dagger, too. <gasps> well, Thank now you. it'll be it'll be D4 now, then, because it's an extra D4 of damage with enlarge. Mm -hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Excited, purr. Um, cool. Do... There, no, there's no chance they'd have new equipment. So never mind. Um, Beertrin, is there? What sort of equipment I mean, did you want to look for? Just, I'm looking for those stupid flying boots. Oh, uh, I mean that that seems very unlikely. Very unlikely. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh -uh. Negative. Patterns full. Okay. Um. Uh. I I'm good for shopping if we want to go. Um chat with Beardrin to get more info if if we can. Yep, that's fine with me. Yeah, still got a couple things to sell off, like 
unless Sarida was keeping the chest of fine clothes and jewelry that we took from the dragons? She's, yes, those are hers now. So 1,500 gold worth of fine clothing and jewelry. Cool, cool. Thank God. Okay. I'm keeping the bag of draconic spices, though, because that, that's, that's going to be some fun stuff later. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of stuff to sell off, we didn't really pick up much at the Frost Giants, and everything else got sorted out, so, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of the Frost Giant stuff was, um, they had suffered more destruction than uh, occupation or, or anything else along those lines. So, not, not a lot of worth in the uh, Fjord of the North. So you guys gather yourselves and uh, what pieces you have that uh, that remain. You head into the great dining hall where uh, Beardren and uh, Hadric often hold much of their much of their council. This is the the same dining hall that Sirak had his um, tremendous Acid. visions, his episode, his incident, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the unfortunate incident, the results of his oh no his own actions. That's true. Uh, A consequential evening. And the honor guard that had initially greeted you when you guys opened this portal back in um, the Axelord's domain is is present, and you can see Hadric is going over, going very much sort of quartermaster, master at arms, drill sergeant, checking through all of their all of their gear. Uh, checking through uh, sort of a, a dress inspection uh, to, to kind of put it together. Um, they are definitely uh, polished and unarmed. All of their stuff is functional, but there, there has been an effort put in to make themselves presentable. As... <laughs> As you guys enter the room, uh, Beardrin is uh, going to look up uh, from from the notes and plans that he has, sort of older journals from the uh, stewards of the House of Shield, and so he is there. And he, hey, my friends, lovely to see you again. Um, we're just in the process of making our final preparations. Uh, come, come. Uh, speak with me for a moment. We've I've been poring over these notes from their few generations back. and The Black King was was a figure of tremendous honor us in the hope from what I can tell was never that it would have been this long for us to have unsealed the chamber um, we do hope that is a magical nature has preserved them but 
there is a possibility that, uh, you know, a thousand years of darkness set into the madness. Besides, we'll be breaching this chamber with a... what is unfortunately only a quarter, at best, of the um, lordship of these different domains. The fire giants are... Well, we've, we could dress one of them as such, and they have the right to claim such lordship over the Fist of the Forge. Hadric has been attempting to convince me that I should take up the role Lord of the House of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the truth is my family's bloodline is... well, always been that of the stewards. And I don't know that his worship would take kindly such, well, boldness. Of course, perhaps he might. But it is quite true that we are an Axe Lord and Rosenfjord short. Well, uh, I, I got uh, two small questions for you then. Sure. That first one, uh, about you being the steward of the House of Shields and all. If there ain't no no one in charge of the House of Shields, that technically makes you the one in charge. Just making sure I got that correct. No, it, yes, that is true. I am, I am the one in charge. Uh, it is, uh, but there only a king might elevate one from uh, to a royal standing, to a lordship, as it were. Do we need to get this king to knight you before we kill him? Is that what I'm hearing? Because that's what it sounds like. Well, ultimately, the hope is that he's not interested in killing any of us. Uh, to to have the Black King back upon and his throne back to unite the people would be a great boon for all of us. But um, such hopes are... Mostly found in stories and children. I unfortunately must be far more pragmatic about uh, the potential of what's on the other side. Which that's going to so bring me that. to my second question there. Uh, once we hop through that portal, uh, how big a fight are we expecting? Because if they've been kind of locked up for that thousand years and all, I, I know dwarves are long lived, but. A thousand's kind of pushing, ain't it? There were magics in place, but um, it is the traditional uh, life of a dwarf would not uh, would not last that long. Of course, the Black King himself has been um, around for nigh on four thousand. Uh, the details of which are not afforded to me. Unfortunately, they are, um, they were secrets kept by the four rulers of these different houses, these different um, lordships, as they were. He took with him his personal guard of the Black Company, and from what these journal notes are telling me, they are 
well they uh, may not have been the black king may not have been the most willing of individuals it seems as though the other four lords sealed his chamber in hopes to preserve the kingdom but um doesn't look like it's his plan. Was his plan? Ah, so the king got put in time out, so he might be right bit pissed off then. That is, I suspect, probably what we're looking at. Yeah. I'm gonna need more whiskey. Better. You're, so right, you're in the right. Best case scenario, we get the king back on the throne and everything's right as rain. Step down from that. We get him to acquiesce his crown to you and have a peaceful transition of power. I, uh, uh, you, you can see Beardrin, uh is suddenly... He... You, you just jumped him uh, like, like, th- like three, three places. Um, the, you know, he, he would like the Black King to return. He... At best, his hope is to become the new uh, Lord of the House of Shields. But as far as, like, dwarven leadership that is alive that you have met, Beardrin's it. Um, so, the you know, it could, could, should he be the, the new king of these areas? He, potentially. Uh, if anybody that was alive was going to do it, it would it would probably be, be him. Um but he like he's not even knighted. Like he's he's kind of like, whoa, shit! I didn't. That's fixable. Shh, come on. Um. All right. So and then you know, bottom of the list, everything goes badly, and we end up just killing everything. I, I suppose that is a um, yes. That that a yeah. That is a possibility. All right. Okay, well, I, I mean, you know, I'm glad glad you don't hesitate on those. Um. What we've done lately, those three things feel like the more practical choices. It could have been worse. It could have been option four, planes travel with people, go back in time. Option five, find this big monster that is actually possessing something and then go kill them first and then go back. Uh, number six, we've got to find a bunch of keys. Number seven, we've got to put an entire dragon skeleton back together from bottom up. Like, there's a lot of fucking things that could have happened. Those are very easy. Those are three very easy solutions. Would you like me to go on? Because I've got a lot of them. No, 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 no. But I thought. I, I, I think I, I, I'm, I definitely understand everything you just said and have perfect frames of references for all of those things. So, yes, I am, I am hearing your like language. You <laughs> yeah. Um, well, since killing things is uh, back on the menu. Doing uh, doable and passable. <laughs> so, uh, any idea about how many we can be expecting over there besides the Black King himself? Black King and the Black Company, but um, the numbers described there are sketchy at best. A few dozen, maybe. So, if the Black King is taken out, will the rest of the Black Company follow whoever's going to be the new king? I would hope. Uh, 
I would hope. Yes. So we try talking to him first. And when that doesn't work, then we just go full marshal. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, all right, yeah, sure, sure. All right, I'm good. Are you, are you guys good? Again, this seems like the simpler of the quests we've had just this weekend. And honestly, yeah. I'm still pulling icicles out of my braid. It's a little refreshing. He doesn't have a braid. He can't grow facial hair. That one. There oh, we go. That why one. did I think beard for some reason? <laughs> got translated to beard. Because, because we're talking to dwarves. You know, what? <laughs> we just melted. So, can you fall asleep watching one show, but then you dream about, and they just transplant on top of each other? You're like, what was that? It breaks my brain when that happens. I'm like, wait, those two stories don't belong together, and this is not even a good mashup. I hate it. <laughs> so, Virgin, uh, about all these uh, old stories about the Black Company and all that, don't suppose you have a have some kind of Drawings, etc. What their armor looks like. Oh, um, I, 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 I do have some, as a matter of fact. Yes, uh, here and he, he'll sort of uh, shuffle through the notes and journals that that he does have, and there are depictions, um, more artistic depictions than you know, like uh, schematics, but there are some artistic depictions about. Uh, about the the black company. See, so yeah, I'd want to pour over some of those with him, but the glamoured armor to just start using the bonus action to have it start changing to look like the armor of the black company. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, why don't you roll me? Roll me a uh, roll me a d twenty. Add your you you can have advantage. Add your proficiency bonus. Uh, let's make it a disguise check, okay? Um, proficiency bonus and uh, uh, charisma, technically, yeah. Um, okay. Because I mean, it's it it's essentially an art project, you know. All right, so I'm just going to roll it as performance on D&D Beyond and then add the the proficiency afterwards. Sounds great. That would be a total of a 22. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So so it lo- it is an accurate re- replication of the um of the black company's armor, uh, except for the fact that you're an elf and they are dwarves, right? So, you know, some proportions and, and you are definitely taller. Like it, it does not make you look like a dwarf, but it is a, um, a, a well done, um, replication. It's like if they stretched a dwarf out and shaved him. Fascinating. (laughs) That's actually what Eldrin means. Stretched and shaven dwarf. I learn mm-hmm. something new every day. Take that, Duolingo. Oh my lord. That's what, that's what uh, Sorak is. He's the Duolingo owl. Ah, there it is. 
I mean, he doesn't, he hasn't, uh, fan art request. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not request, not request. So are we good? I feel, I feel, I feel weirdly more prepared for these simple, clear-cut, accomplishable possibilities than we have in a while. Okay. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind a bottle veil for the road. Of course, we've met you. <sighs> Sounds good. Give me just a moment as I make sure I have everything I need ready to go. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, as we're still getting everything ready, I'll just go to the others, like Sorak, Stitch, Treasure, and just kind of show them. So, <laughs> the jackasses, we're going to be fighting. They're going to kind of look dressed like this. They're just a lot shorter, a lot hairier. And just kind of show them, like, the parts of the armor. So I'm sure Treasure will probably try to lift Tauroth's arm to kind of see if there's any weak points in, like, the breastplate or under the arm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like, maybe show Stitch if there's uh, spots with chainmail he could just shoot an arrow into. Absolutely. Uh, same for Sorak. Yeah. So, yeah, it is um, It is definitely a, a modified plate mail, but there are, like any armor, there are those those areas that are, you know, there are small gaps and, and, uh, and, and pieces to them. They're not quite the spiked armor of, um, of the Battle Rage, uh, sort of the ones that are described in, in that uh, Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. It's it's not quite that, but there are definitely you could see where a dwarf would be like, all right, if I put a bunch of spikes on this, and I just go run and jump and and land on somebody, I will absolutely hurt them. You know, if if the black company turns out to be a squadron of battle ragers, I'm out. <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, those guys are horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are not. They are not cool, are they? Um, Sorry, and those are making out the corner. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Um, as uh, as they ha having having leveled up, if I may roleplay for a moment, Please. having leveled up, everyone else is doing all their prep. Fable's going to kind of go find a like a quiet corner and just kind of. It's twice in a row, two fights in a row. It was big fire against big ice. And being inside that ice crystal fucked with her. Of it literally being both of them. And she goes and she's she's sitting and she's it's weird. Weird in feeling in the chest. And she sits there and she's just her hands start kind of crackling with this with this fire. She said she's it's the feeling that she had the last time that she learned something new that she didn't plan on learning. And she kind of looks she quietly whispers to herself or someone who's listening. Okay. Let's hope this next one doesn't know what my friends. I guess we'll find out. With all of her effort, she tries to pull it back in and just ice over her hands again and, and deaden the flame. 
and she kind of composed herself with that feeling of something new is happening this time. Well, shit. Good. <clears throat> okay. As the phalanx of the House of Shields begins to gather, uh, Hadric has one final moment with his with his boys, and you can tell there is a one last time. Relax, have a drink with me. Uh, there is definitely a sense of. Um, Tension, fear of of concern in in the air, um, and Hadric remembers is pretty much the oldest dwarf here. Um, he's you know he, he's well past retirement age. And, Why his nickname and, is Pepperidge Farms? Yeah, he does remember. He absolutely does. Uh, he absolutely does remember. Um, and there, and there's something, you know, for them, for, for this moment, it's bittersweet. It, they want to be hopeful. They absolutely do. Uh, but unfortunately they, much like you guys know all too well, what is probably waiting for them on the other side. But as they walk out of the hall, out of the great dining hall that has served as this uh, de facto sort of crown room that has... Uh, yes, Megan. Megan. What's the king's name? The Black King's name? His name? Yeah. Black King was... Uh, who do you ask? Hadrian. Oh, right, uh, Black King's name. Oof. Now that is an old one. It's a bit of a story, but, um, you know, he officially lost his name when they traveled in the great exodus out of the east, coming here to the west. And that is why we have long known him purely as the Black King. But he, um, he did have a name. Once upon a time, uh, it was Zar Rorazar. Zar Rorazar? Rorazar. 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 Ro, ro. You could rule the Rs. Zar Rorazar. Zar Rorazar. Yes, there it is. Re, re. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, if, for, for my little white girl mouth, uh, Zar Rorazar? Yeah. Okay. So we just call for do you uh you speak primordial neither of you speak dwarven dwarvish right but I can cast comprehend language okay um yeah I mean if if you do while you guys are doing this uh yeah you can I'll give it to you piece it together right um the so the the it is a um, it is an amalgamation 
of uh, it's sort of the Spanglish version um, of the uh, primordial and dwarven uh, sort of Spanglish together, making uh, sort of a, a king of kings is is a rough sort of trans translation um but the, that's what his parents named him so so Rorazar, they really didn't give him a chance did they uh Rorazar in primordial is like prime mountain greatest greatest of mountains um it is it is an earth primordial it is a terran sort of sort of word to it to denote it, it's a prime name it's a let me proper name that's what i'm trying to say uh, so like among the the elemental plane of earth the the greatest mounts right or and it's constantly shifting but essentially that is the title of like tallest building in the world biggest mountain in the primordial plane of earth right is the rorazar and and um so i guess like a pure translation would be like mountain of of really big mountains you know what i mean uh so so but there's also a wonder of wonder, miracles of miracles. Yeah, I mean, there, there's also kind of a uh, so Rorazar it was like the the family name, right? And they they named uh, they named him a sort of the the rolling of the R's and the dwarven and and the implications thereof are that he had he was a um, a miracle hope sort of sort of thing and there's a weird like double entendre that ends up directly translating to like mountain of all mountains but it but it it is um it is the rarity right so um yeah that was the last name that the that we knew the black king went as before uh, the the great exodus um once his official title or uh, the dwarven lineage was reassumed uh, to be taken away from him. <clears throat> it was about then that took on the the moniker of of the Black King. It was something he hadn't uh, really settled on, but until he had uh, begun, until he had left uh, the the eastern lands of of Lictorot and uh, seeing as there were, what was it? Uh, some, oh, I don't remember those names. That was it. Uh, some sort of, like, uh, the clockmaker and uh, the, 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 the bully head face or something like that. It was a, it was... Was he one of, uh, was he one of the, um, the avatars or the, the whatevers, the chess pieces? Uh, so, so, uh, Hadric doesn't, doesn't know that, but what he's, what he's trying to, to communicate is that, um, he... And Hadric sort of spits it out in his own terms. He ends up essentially saying that the Black King took the name in that naming reference as a um, yeah, to as like a as a screw you to the people that that uh, kicked him out of because he because do you remember he led he led the alliance of um, of his dwarven and giant kin out of the what is essentially the, the the playing field of the avatars uh rather than see them them be used and when they they stole his lineage from him he's like well fine i'm gonna be the king i'm gonna be the black king and you can't tell me i don't get to be called that 
I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like this dude, and I'm very much on his side at the moment, so... I mean, he's, you know, he, he's definitely a mythic figure for them, and he's definitely somebody that, um, that is, you know, he did a lot of good for them. So, as you guys uh, open, as the doors from the Great Hall are opened out into the apartment city that you guys have, have spent your time in, that you know very well, you have seen the markets of it, and it definitely keeps dwarven time, which, uh, for the for a reminder of those, is there is no daylight, day-night cycle, so they keep much more like um, shifts on a ship, right? Sort of uh, six-hour shifts of, of, of life and rotating, and, and you've never seen the entirety of the... Um, the entirety of the place awake at once, except for now. Um, the the dwarves and the fire giants and um, all of the citizens have sort of gathered together and lined the streets uh, to to make this a parade of sorts and there there are cheers of of triumph you see old dwarven women crying uh tears of 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 witnessing a history that they never expected to to witness um the 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 kid there are many kids dwarven kids there that are you know, tugging at, at, at skirts and shirt tails and pants, and some of them are being held on, on dwarven shoulders to get better looks and, and carried aloft. And there, there's a moment you can see on Hadric's face that um, he's afraid and he's sad but he gives them the order to um you smile you smile like the heroes they think you are you hear me and they all do and with every step they wave and you see some of the family members of these soldiers uh come stepping towards them and uh, without without breaking lock or step, though you know, hands are touched and and grips slowly slip from one another. Flowers are, are cast out onto the street. It's about midway up up the road where the um, fire giants are and. There are two of them that are armored. Um, you recognize both. One is your friend from from the Forge of the Fist. Galadine. Is it Gal? It's Galadine, right? Galadine. That's correct. Uh. He is he is dressed in it looks like he has spent the time 
the the three or so days that you guys were oh the well i guess he was only like a day and a half really but we'll say you took a day or two off in between um to prep an old suit of armor to to fit him and it he is do remember while he is he has been in the forge oh that is a very large bug yeah um he is uh recently freed from his captors uh, which you guys did um the suit of armor even after being modified uh it looks like he's wearing his dad's it is as as cinched in as it can be uh it is clear that he was never as strong as he is for being a, a, a blacksmith. And he is. And he was clearly strong compared to the rest of the fire giants that, that were there. But he's also been malnourished most of his life. And um, and it is it is clear that uh, that, that is a, a suit that doesn't fit him. Um, and next to him... Um, with the, the fist of the forge, uh, covering the cauterized stump is, what is his name? Vloxag. Vloxag. Vloxag! Um... And as as they get closer, Volkslag will lean forward, uh, the hand of the, of the forge sort of, um, much like a, a prosthetic hand here, he sort of puts it in position, right? As he lays his, his hands on his knees and bends very far forward. You can tell he has, um, he has shaved what uh, five o'clock shadow, the embers, of his ashen white hair may may have been um, his his head as as bald as as can be and you can tell much of his skin at this point instead of being the the roiling fire that many of the fire giants even in their diminished state possess it it, it looks much more like a fire log, a log in a fire just before it crumples. The mix of black and, and white and the, the streaks of red. It, and he um, he leans down. Well, then, my tremendous tremendous I would ask that we humble remnants of these fisted form be allowed to march with those that kept fires burning over the many years that I 
that my uncle's sacrifice not be in vain. And he, he sort of gestures to the to the fist. Um, and Hadric leans over to uh, which one of you is probably closest to uh, okay. He, he I went he, running up when I saw him. Uh, to closest to Hadric? Oh no, the not to Hadric. I, she went running up to what's his, to like, okay. what she loved. Yeah. Uh, Hadric sort of leans over. It's a most dedicated man I've ever seen. A giant, I suppose, too. Took his own hand. And his uncle, as king, lost it to the giant. Never thought a sacrifice should be held alone by a ruler. Just going to instinctually open and close my hands, just thinking back on a few things and just shake it out. Beardrin looks at Volkslag. It had been an honor to have you in our presence every day. And there is no truer person in this mount or any other that deserves to set foot within the Black King's chamber than you, great Volkslag. It is our honor to escort you. And so the fire giants fall in lock and step as the parade carries on. To the end of the chamber, you all reach the last half dozen or so of the company stop and form a shield wall to prevent any of the citizens or other individuals from following you all further. And into the halls of the House of Shield you go. And as you listen ever so quietly, there are slight grumbles. <clears throat> hey. There's a number of dwarves, each their own moment. Uh, clear the snot from their nose and the tears from their eyes. And settle their gut to the task that lies. Down. Down into the depths of the House of Shield you go. Marching from heel to toe has wind fires dim to the chamber you begin first hadred takes the 
the Axe Lord's handle. Sets it to place. Next. Galadin places the frozen crown its place. Frozen helm to its place. Blockslag uses the fist of the forge to ignite its particular mechanism. And Beardrin sends the steps places the shield of the house behind its throne. And he turns to you all. Friends, uh, none of this is possible without you. If one of you would be so kind as to place the Black King's key the um and he looks to, to Hadric. They call it the key of bonking. Yeah, I, I know it's not the most uh, official, polite Shy name. Shy away from that. It's going to go down in history with that name. Yeah, we're just looking at each other like, key of the key. What key is he talking? Do we have a key? Oh, oh, the bonking. Yeah, the bonking. If you be so kind as to put it into place. We, um, the moment has arrived. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll take it up. Okay. Into the, into the, the keyhole it goes. And, um, this mace-sized key, this key essentially for giants wielded by dwarves, potentially as a weapon that Clever Stitch once used to bash skeletons, uh, to and fro. Yes, to bonk them, as it were. Uh, slides into position. You guys have seen this done at least two other times. Uh, it is what has allowed you to travel to the Forge of the Fist and to um, to the Frozen North. The key at this point, however, begins to turn on its own. It is the only time it has done that. But the rest of the throne area for the House of Lord uh, House of Shields has has been thoroughly illuminated uh, as each of these items was put into place. Key begins clicking, something like a music box without the notes, just the the gentle clicking, turning. And it uh, stops, and blue and green light ignites through the chamber, the large portal, the arcane gate that covers vast distances. This modified magic is shedding tremendous light throughout the room. Beardrin uh, steps down from the throne, the House of Shields. Having never sat in it, merely put the shield into place. And as he begins to go, uh, Hadric steps in between him and the portal. I, um, 
is been. Let this old dwarf one last honor. And he nods, gives him a, a places his hand on his shoulder, and the two uh, hear that moment and embrace. And Hadric steps through the portal. A long, cold breath lingers in each of your lungs. The dwarves shift in their armor and look towards Beardrin. Casts his eyes to the side. Raises his hand. Give him a Give him a moment. A long minute stretches. Another. Another. Adrian lets out a sigh. All right. Enough of him. And the shield wall forms up and leads the procession. Beardrin rapidly behind them, the giants bringing up the rear, they usher you towards the port. You step through, the arcane energies enveloping you, casting you across vast distances, and into a very dark chamber. Up here. The phalanx of the House of Shields spreading out, creating a along all sides. Little bits of glowing light off of their helmets. While they can see in the dark, and I know you all can as well, the fire giants cast enough light to open into the room. This room is you have seen the vast halls that each of these lords has occupied. Halls that were large enough for giants to hold court. Halls that were football fields squared. And here, it looks as though they are the space of each of those combined. Volkslag reaches up, touches one of the raised rafters, his good hand having peeled back part of the chain. The embers of his finger catch a light as this oil begins to trace flame throughout the entirety of the room. Up high, the roof begins to light. Down, the flames shed their illumination. First, eerie, settling red, 
casts over everyone's armor, shimmering back. The red turns to a sunset orange. And then to a brilliant, brilliant gold. And it's not the light, but it's the vast words, points, bars, and plates, filigree that lines every statue, every inch, nearly, embellished with some precious metal, silver, platinum, copper, and bronze. It is brilliant to behold. Dwarves, their eyes, a light, more wealth than any of them could have possibly dreamed. Stare about it all. There. the heavy footsteps of a rushing armored dwarf was scattering to his knees sliding as though he were playing some dwarven version of baseball letting out the call Edric you look over the phalanx each of you about a head taller if not between the heads, Beardrin, having thrown himself outside of the wall, holds seemingly the unconscious body of his seneschal. And that's where we're going to take a break. Awesome. Okay. No, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for that panic anxiety. Why did you do that to him? Why? Uh, thank, thanks for hanging out. We're going to be back in uh, a very quick and legitimate 10 minutes. Thank you guys so, so much. We'll see you in just a few. But until then, stay tuned. Come back, everyone. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Caitlin playing Fable Frost, the Astronasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Megan playing Sarai Landir, the Eladrin Glamour Bard. Howdy, y'all. This is Maz. I am Talroth Hokenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. All right, so when last we left our heroes, they had just discovered that Hadric, who had uh, taken it upon himself to venture into the um, Black King's chamber uh, and, and hadn't yet returned, uh, you guys had just gone into the chamber, Beardrin, uh, screaming his name, was breaking through the shield line and... Um, sliding to his knees to to hold and cradle the conscious uh, Hadric. And um, just as the echoes of Hadric's name begin to fall, you hear heavy steps, similar to the dwarves, similar to the shield wall, as uh, seemingly these, these marching bits of, of ghost-like armor 
uh, come stepping uh, out of the coins, out of the treasure that had lined all of these walls, uh, and into uh, into the spreading light. There is a large throne in the center of the room, and on the throne there is a suit of dwarven armor, ornate, but comparatively old, almost demure, lacking style, pure function, but black. Blackest piece in this entire treasure, treasury. Am I the only one getting flashbacks to Diablo 3 of Leoric? Leoric. Oh no, that's exactly what this is. I just realized like, oh god, it's the Black King's legacy. Alright, fuck, cool, 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 cool. So the good news is, once we touch it, we've got a good 15 minutes before that armor reassembles, and we can actually start the fight. Amazing. I feel better. <laughs> um, from the armor, stepping out, is this ghostly white ethereal presence. A dwarf of oddly young age. His beard, eyebrows, his hair, even in, you can tell, even in the ghost, uh, in the pale ember of ghost light, they are deep, thick, coal black. And silently, steps are, are made and yet hovering an inch or more off of the ground descends from the throne. The psychic emanations of his voice ring into each of your ears and across the company. And who is it that has come at last, to free the Black King. So Ride is going to drop into a really deep curtsy and pull uh, Fable gently down with her. Okay. Just so I don't say, hello, my name's Fable, do you want to be friends? <laughs> oh no, you absolutely can, but it's just more he like, does. hey, do it, do it, do it from a place of subservience, <laughs> absolutely. Then she does so as she <laughs> default. Um, <clears throat> and and the the phalanx company uh, having no immediate commander around, right, or lower commanders, right? Or they hold their stance. The fire giants uh, prepare to to follow, take knees, or or you know bow as best as giants can. Um, Beardrin clearly focused on Adric. How far are they from us? 20, 30 feet. Um, I'm going to say 20, 30 feet from the um, shield wall. You're probably 10, 15 feet behind that. So they're within 60, though. Yes, they are. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to call out to Beardrin. Um, I 
believe that this is your purview as steward, you should leave uh, leave Hadrig to his rest and cast a healing word on him. Okay. Yeah, you cast healing word on Hadrig. He doesn't seem to stir, but uh, but Beardrin sort of he hears you. Um, Vlosalag will um, step forward uh, as he takes his, his mighty black king. I am nephew of Roslok, the last of the lords of the forge, the last you say. His mighty fist choked to death the Ragrithu. It was his dying dedication that gave him such strength. Sacrifice is noted. And you? Beardrin looks up. I am Beardrin, steward of the House of Shields. Second, third, eternal, I service to your highness. And where my frost yard? Did I just pretended? Okay. Did my lord? They um. The entirety of the frost giants died either in dragon attack or lost their souls to their evil. And where is my axe-law? The entirety of their line the entirety of their fortress straight collapsed in on itself protect the rest of your subjects. The ghost continues to step forward. Without a right hand, blind to the north, crippled south, and
stunted. I flank. Your Highness would see it so. I would not argue. So there are no lords left to apologize for my imprisonment. Beardrin sort of looks back. Yeah. We bring what splendor we have. What nobility is left? That is appreciated of you. Then tell me, steward. What would you ask of this king? Oh, ah. Uh, your aid? To see our people, our dwarves, what few of us are, our fire giant kin, any giants, any descendants that you had led out of the east? To be. Once more, safe in our domains, returned to our glory that you once led us to. And, and he is he is glancing back to, like he he's kind of panicking, not panicking, but he's like, uh, I, this is this is I was ready, but I wasn't ready. You know what I mean? I've already thrown my hood up over carefully, and if I can find a spot to just break line of sight so they can't see me to try to stealth and just sure. slowly start snaking my way around to the king. Okay. Okay, okay. So Ride's gonna break the line and come up next to Beardrin, mm -hmm. um, keeping her, her head bowed. Um, my liege, uh, I would like to well, um, I think perhaps Beardrin uh, was, um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, uh, was, uh, was a little, um, short, telling you of the full retinue that he brought with him. Um, he also brings with him a pledge from the Eledrin of Sheolandir and... The sh whatever the fu I can't remember, but that stupid tower that's on the other side, um, the the zoo. Oh, uh, the menagerie. Uh, whatever that is, yeah. And the zoo. Um, um tears of Shay Loren. Yes, that's it. Yeah, there we go. The zoo. Um, okay, and we're uh, uh, for my clarity. Yes. The the tears of Shay Loren. And did were you pledging where you were from? From yes. Okay. Um, 
to to add to uh <laughs> oh, fuck what's it called the zoo we're giving you the zoo <laughs> you're running the zoo my dude congratulations hey here we brought you puppies <laughs> we brought you tigers that's how friendship works yep here feed it uh yes um for trade for aid to make up for the losses that you have suffered These are tremendous gifts and great boons. As he speaks and he's crossing this distance, um, his body does sort of phase into the ethereal and then back to being invisible and then and then visible once more. Yeah, the tears of Shay Laren. Laren. Um, but he's uh, always spectral, right? He's never. Oh, he's yeah. He's all. He's always ghost. Ghost spectral. There's just, just times where he's like, not their ghost spectral, and then times where he is ghost. He is their ghost spectral. Um. Uh, there are. That does. Fill one as you represent which domain? Megan's not sure. What's the question? Um, he, he's asking you. You're a representative of, of which domain? You listed two. He's asking you which one. Oh, of Shay Landir. Or uh, whatever the fuck. Uh, it's not Shay. The the road that fuck the roses and thorn tower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I get I'm, it. I'm I'm doing so good tonight, y'all. That was magical. Uh, I I got you. Let me give me give me a quick second. I will <laughs> I will get the right the right one. Uh. Oh, that's a that's not. That's not what I needed. Uh, <laughs> I'll find it later. It's fine. Nothing worth worth stopping over. Um, oh, well, that's that's why. Because it's not Felidrin. It's Eladrin. That's go. what we call the dudes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Felidrin! Ladies Let's and Felidrin. Let's go! Fades. Oh. Yeah. Feladrin and, and yeah. Fades. Terrible. 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 Ugh. Oh wow. <laughs> uh all right. Let this let this go. Uh O C D, let it go, let it go, let it Alright, letting it go. That does cover one domain. And I hope you've brought a fourth. Um. Mm hmm. Taroth has fucked right on off, so, um. Uh. 
throw an insight check to see if there's anything for like people who represent a lot of people or people who have a link to a unique plane or world or city or whatever. Okay. Um, Yeah, make an insight check. Please and thank you. Where is my character sheet? There you are. Oh, this is going to go badly. Oh, I, I don't roll on this anymore. I just do damage on it because it hates me. Oh, that wasn't bad, though. So that's a 16. 16. Um, you... He's not, he's not making any effort to hide uh, his, his emotional state. Uh, he's a ghost, so yeah, a little, little obvious, but it almost helps him being ghostly because uh, his form sort of mirrors his strong, his strong emotional state, right? Uh, he is a little, he is definitely annoyed that, um, that the lords that locked him away are not, are, are not here. Um, he knee wants, he's looking for, he'll take, uh, what he would really like is like two other kingdoms to be here and be like, you are the king, but he's taking whatever he can get at this point. And you said he was an, he's named after the earth. Yeah. Meg, do you want to really, really then I'm. Shay Laura Lindar. Thank you. So, um, Fable will stand up again. Um, my liege, I know from your glorious name filled with power that you are in your own way a representative of the element called Earth. I come to offer you the rest of them. And she is going to all at once just between ignite and precedent and whatever just be ice and fire. And I am yet to find my way to them, but my connection to the elemental planes, multiple of them, as you can see from my very being, is quite strong. And I have no doubt that I'll be able to harness those powers for your aid, sir, to fill in where you may have elemental gaps. His eyes narrow over you as his form flickers out into the faded ethereal. He sort of presses back. Is a noble offer, but um, don't know that it's enough to rebuild one of the yet don't you you do much frozen north that has uh, been lost to me is this the best that we have to offer he, he, he's not he's not it may have. I may have said it's snarky. He's not trying to be snarky. He's he's genuinely at like. Is is this? Is this sounds your like offer? That que- your DM voice saying that though sounds like the quest line of. Are you sure you want to end this conversation when you haven't checked every option? And we're like, fuck. No, I. You, I'm. I'm. I'm 
Also, um, we, and she'll motion to, okay, just Fable, um, collectively are representatives of the Magnus Exploratorium, or Explore. I've played this game before, guys. I want the Magnus Exploratorium, you're good. Okay. Um, and we've been set as emissaries to, uh, to find and to gather information, but also to, to open up um, communication with, with, with other places. We could offer an entire college of mages at your disposal. And, and she'll take a very respectful step forward and kind of put herself between Beardrin and him. We, and I specifically might be able to offer you the most wonderful gift of all, revenge against the avatars. That is an interesting offer. And to be sure, there are many vengeances, justices to be had both against Worms of the West and the Dipulators. But this new entity you speak of is enough to fill the whole my kingdom or Aladrin, your explorator. This leaves but one question. Who then is my volunteer? I was going to say me because I'm genuinely curious what would happen with too much already hap- trying to happen here. <laughs> For science, I would like to volunteer. Okay. You 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 raise your you volunteer, fable volunteers. And yep. and the black king sort of walking uh his 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 body phases out as it as and then phases back in is. <laughs> that is a kind Brave offer, but uh, no, no, no <laughs> uh, spirit of, of ice and fire. No, you, from what you have volunteered, is to bring mages to settle my northern border. All the mountains north, no. I cannot take your position, same as I had never taken body the giant and then he he he's walked past uh he's walked past Saride at this point and is kneeling 
directly over Hadric, across from Erdrin. Hey, Stuart. It looks as though you are the closest nobility that is left amongst the dwarves. Salat. I would grace you the eternity of the Black King. I... I... Um... E. Beardron doesn't really know what to do. He's kind of looking. So you're saying you're fine with Beardron being the next king? Is that what I'm, I'm hearing? There is own and, and his voice picks up and and shakes. Uh, in fact, I need all three of you to roll wisdom saving right. throws. I was thinking that would be enough, like enough of a vocal that we could just be like, great, we're done. <laughs> You're done. DC 19. What was the skill? Wisdom save. Fuck. That's an eight. Eleven. As his voice booms, the walls shake. Bits of dust crumble from the ceiling. There is only one black king. It is I, having sacrificed generations. Children, love, dreams, and my very name. There is only one. Beardrin looks up. I, I, um, I, and he looks at Saride. And he just mouths. I want to kill him. I want to kill him. Stop, um, stop can I do anything? Like, am I? You, you, you so you are, you are under the fear condition. You cannot move closer to the Black King. Attack rolls and things are at disadvantage. Um, but you, you technically can do whatever, whatever you would like. Um, okay. She's going to start quietly singing. So technically it's counter charm to sort of help calm him down a little bit. Okay. Um, but about, uh, um, something like not, not trashy patriotic, but doing what's necessary sure. to, to save people and, mm-hmm. And he's brave. He's a big, brave boy. Listening to those words. um, Talroth, what do you got? Sorry. What I was going to ask was, am I close enough to see if, or if I can see Beardrin, if 
this is something where he's waiting for us to jump in and attack the king. Thank or... you. That's why I would like to know, please. He, um, yeah. So, so first, did you make a stealth check as you began sneaking yet? Yes, oh. and I still have the roll up here. It was a total twenty. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you're you're fine. Um, the Black King does not know where you are. He's not paying attention to you. Um, I don't know that you have stealth from the Black Company that is essentially kind of surrounding you guys, but you have broken uh, line of sight, and you've been able to to. You definitely would would not know where the Black King wouldn't be aware of you, right? Looking at Beardrin, he's kind of he he's not asking you to he's not he hasn't thought about attacking yet right but this was uh he's beardron's a good leader but he didn't he didn't plan on sacrificing himself when he came through the portal he didn't want to sacrifice any of his people. And he's he's weighing now the value of his own life against Hadrix, against his friends, against the good that he does kind of believe that, that the Black King could do. Um, and he's, he's just not sure. Um, and, and so as you're looking at him, he, he will look to the king who's, who's, uh, Galadriel moment has, has begun to, to diminish. Thanks. I hate it. And... Who, who would look after the House of Shields? A good point. A young steward. A good point. If you'd prefer, then that's it, me. But you are a steward, are you not? I am, as my father was. I hoped my son would be. Ah. You have a son? I've never known that joy. Never could. Oh, I, um, he kneels there. So it is your choice. The Black King requires dwarven bones. Yours. Or Seneschal's. Your son. Sarai is now shaking her head in the background. Beardrin looks around to see if you have any input. 
You might... She can't move, but Fable just... You can move away. Yeah, but she doesn't want to move away from him. She wants to stay. Um... You've done a lot of good on your own, Beardrin. I think you could keep doing it if you chose to. You're the kind of steward that we write stories and tell songs about. By yourself. If that's your choice. You don't need anything else to make it good enough. If that's your choice. It has to be yours. Make per- make per- go ahead. I was going to message him so that it's just between him and I. Um, that's a king who cannot keep a kingdom does not deserve a kingdom. And yours was, yeah, got it. Messaged, got it. So what am I rolling? Uh, both of you roll persuasion checks. While that's going on, mm-hmm. I know I'm it's like out of line of sight of the king, but if Beardrin is able to see me, I'm just going to slowly with my thumb push one of the swords out just in case. You can walk, by the way, because I think I can do better than that. Okay. Twenty-one. Twenty-eight. Ha 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 ha! Okay. I didn't know we had a kid. That changes everything, man. Just the fact that he's not sure. The fact that this man walked in, chins held high. It's one last time. It's one final whatever. Knowing that something was going to change, oh, and there, and was bitch. not okay. Oh, multiple people, not multiple. Yeah. You what? Sorry, that was just that one man walked in, chins held high. Wow. Get off. Uh, here is what I would like you guys to do. Um, okay. Black King's pretty persuasive, persuasive himself. Um, Beardrin's having a, a crisis moment. Right. Um, I'd like each of you to roll a d4. Okay. On a... um, You don't have to take the one you... you, These are your options. Okay. On a four, we'll fuck the Black King. We're going to kill him. Okay. On a... uh, Three, it'll be uh, Hadric. On a two, it'll be the sun. On a one, would be Beardrin. Okay? So both of you roll a d4. Take a picture. You got a one? I got a four. Okay. 
Black Kings was a one too. Now you guys have you did out out persuade him. Um, the the yeah with the twenty I mean twenty one was very close. Twenty one was definitely higher. Um, so the so this is your these are your options. Beardrin has settled that he is not going to give up his kid. He is not going to sacrifice Hadric. Um, if it, it so so this is your Dragon Age choice moment. Okay. If you and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay them out for you, so that you guys have the choice. Okay, if you decide to uh, revitalize the Black King, he will. He'll be a good. He'll, he's a solid ruler. He's done a lot of good for for the world. He'll probably help you fight the Avatars. He'll definitely help you fight some uh, some Black Kings. He will expect you to bring mages. To settle the north, he will expect you to bring Faye to hold the eastern border. Um, but that—that that is the course of action you guys are committing to. Uh, to to do. If you go with killing the Black King and and Beardrin staying alive, the the dwarves might recover in time. But they will definitely be crippled. The gold that it that is in this chamber and the magic items may be helpful, but the strength of arms and and military that you guys would be able to apply to your own goals will not be there. Right? They'll always be your allies. He might be able to send help, give you some money, help you do other things. But he, Beardrin, will be completely focused on rebuilding this massive kingdom that has suffered a long, long time, right? Um, so these are this is your this is your choice, and I'm uh, in. Uh, I know it might be like a little metagamey, but I want. There, we would understand the dwarven politics going into this. Yeah, there, there's. So- there's a fair yeah. amount of like unseen sort of information that's kind that's of. That's why it doesn't feel through. it doesn't mitigate me because we would have taken the time to learn. Our characters would have learned the dwarven politics in the yeah. way that we did not have time as players to learn. So yeah. that's helpful. Yeah, I'm good. So, so as a group, right? Uh, I give you guys a moment out of character. We, we, you guys have the. Um, I'm gonna call it the 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 Lillian Marshall psychic conversation. Uh, amongst you guys, it's conversations. <laughs> if you want, uh, if you want to message any of the other teammates that that have, uh, like I'm sure Kez is probably within earshot. If if she has input, uh, everybody's welcome to to put it in. This is your choice. It breaks my heart, but I think we got to sacrifice Beard. I know I hate it. I fucking hate it. He'll, he'll, I honestly don't like the idea of promising two different nations that have nothing to do with this to get involved in something they might not even agree with. That's true, but then we're also, then if we don't, we're still promising the possibility, we're still, we're then reneging on a promise that we um, that we offered in the first place. Either way, it is a separate I mean, it's, so we already have the the research team with us. We could just leave them here, and if we explained it to the Exploratorium as you're setting up a, a research facility in 
I, you know, like obviously they're they're still Marshall or wh- whatever it is that he wants them to be, but it's you know that I, I think the Exploratorium would get something out of this as well. I, I I will I will be clear. I will let you know the Exploratorium easy, right? The the Face City is uh, is a quest. It is a it's a trip home. It's a trip home. I'm just going to start a really, really, um, really good letter writing campaign. It's fine. Um, so the, the Exploratorium, this is, this is up the alley, right? You guys, uh, having the, the Republic of the Black Gem, it's intended to make first contact, to make deals, to, you know what I mean? Them being able to have a fortress west of the, of the Warden's Wall that they don't even know exists, right, is, is, is valuable to them. And they've already made contact with uh, with the Wildlanders that are out here, right? The, that part, easy. The Fae, the, El- the Eldrin, would be would be a quest, and maybe not maybe not a, a huge one, maybe a huge one. Who knows? But it is but it is a quest. So yeah, I'm. I'm still sticking with Beardrin. Okay. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately. Uh. Yeah. Um. Taking it all into consideration, and even with the fear in Beardrin's eyes, Fable just quietly says, "Like I said, they'll sing your songs either way." All right. We'll sing. Kez, uh, Kez seems to be in support of the Black King, from what I am reading. Um, unless there is a huge inswell of of other. Yeah. No. I and and it and it will be. It is. Uh, let Let me put it this way. Beardrin is. On, he he'll be on board either way. He, you're not gonna you're not gonna force it's it. Cody trying not to railroad us and instead leaving us crippled by indecision and panic. <laughs> uh, the, the the decision is the drama. Talroth. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not disagreeing with it. Yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking I might Mars might have misunderstood what was going on because I thought we were coming here to take out the king. That that was an option, right? Instead, you've been faced with this uh, Sophie's choice, as as it were. Right? You can absolutely take out the king. You will still gain. Um, the The ultimate thing, what you're deciding here, is who's going to rule these this kingdom. Right? If you take out the black king, uh, Beardrin will rule. The dwarves will have a harder time recovering, but having all of this wealth, they'll be able to. Right? They might migrate away. They might leave these particular, um, the House of Shields, the Forge, all of that, right? With, under the Black King, he he intends to rebuild, and uh, and with your help or without it, you know, meet out vengeance and justice against both the dragons and the avatars. And that's the part where I'm a, still concerned because. 
weren't we trying to help some of the avatars instead of, of going against all of, them. all of them? Yeah, some, some of them. Some of them. Of them. The nuance of it can can exist. He is not scorched earth. Let let's. I will write. He is, um, from what you know of him, both historically and kind of what he's presented here, right? He, he didn't immediately attack you. He hasn't. Um, he asked who you were, who he had at his disposal to rebuild his kingdom. He did not take anybody, right? He is he's scary and he's old, but you're now figuring out this is why he's old, right? The lords of his of his domains have helped him reincarnate into these people. That's why he's always been been young, and that's why he's been around. Oh, and that's why he's so young. Yes, that's why he's so young. Gross, but oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it is. It's not. Listen, it's not great. I'm not. You know what I mean? But. Um, just so so just to be clear, he's not evil, right? It's not great having to sacrifice Beardron. He's also not going to railroad you into doing into killing all of the avatars or anything like that. Like he is he has proven himself to be at least reasonable, if not in reputation, then in uh in this particular practice, right? Um so uh I, I, in, last, Mars, if you have any other reservations, it's your opportunity to, to voice them, but it seems the group is leaning that direction. I'll put the sword back in. Okay. Can't see him, but Fable can feel so, the shift in the She's like, so, so I will let you know as as Beardrin is is looking at you all. He's hearing these the the arguments that you guys are making. He looks at Tauroth before the she, before you put the sh, the sword back in, and um, and he he'll shake his head no, and. Um, he looks at the Black King, and he's still cradling Hadrian. Can you revive him? Yes, I believe I can. Please. And he reaches a ghostly hand to the chest of Hadric, and as he presses it, Pulls it out, the the air. <gasps> Hedrick, I have a favor. I need you. Do for me. Anything. Anything for you, better. Blush, tell her I love her. Akhenar is to be new lord. You are the steward now. You watch over him till he's old, old enough 
Don't argue with me. I led the dwarves this far. I can take them no further. You take care of my family. Hadrick begins to weep. Nods. Beardrin stands up. Alright. Ready when you are. This way. A king. My elements of the frozen magics of the north. You stand over there. The throne is a bit big for you. But in the meantime, I expect you accept it. You, Aladrin, keeper of seasons to the east. Axes might be replaced with roses, but I suspect thorns to be poisoned. Roslag, you, my lord, I I am too old and broken. But Galadin has held the Forge of Fire. He, he is the Forge Lord now. And you are honored, Galadin. You. The industry of the South. Stuart. Adric. Shugard are flanked to the West. <clears throat> and he leads Beardrin up to the, um, the throne. The Black King. The armor begins to rattle. It lifts off bones beneath, clattering to the floor and forming to dust. Spirit helps disrobe Beardrin of his current armor, the Black King's mail placed upon him. This here be our seat. From here Watch the south, east, and west. Regard. Stone. Night. Those. Away. Fable. Representing the Exploratorium North. The ice begins to catch at her feet. Blue energy seeps into the floor. The seasons royal into a rainbowish design, creep across the floor, out of Saride. Fires 
the new Forge Lord ignite or south. Hadric. into the shallow channels from the west they fill troughs the sorrowful energy as each of those forces comes to swirl about the central throne the dais upon which it sits Eardrin, and the spirit that has been speaking for so long. Shake. Shudder. Armor rattles. His face contorts, but no scream. They become... When the wind, the light, fire, the tears, frost, all die down. You see Beardrin. Yet, it seems different. His hair thicker, darker. face somber he lifts the helm from head places it onto Rome. Beardren loved you all you outsiders Dwarves, giants. He's not gone. He exists here within me, as they all have, they all do, as we all do. This is difficult. But for Beardrin, we will see this kingdom turn. The glory he always dreamt it to be. Now, Black Company is your time to rest. The armors rattle. Now is the day age. Living door. With that, we're going to end the scene. We're going to end tonight shortly. You guys are titled to a chunk of treasure. You have claimed, uh, at least within this court, two titles of nobility. And the responsibility that comes with it. The 
Deirdrin is gone. Hadric is broken on his return. Of all the lads he thought he'd Deirdrin wasn't. And for a moment, for many moments, as the phalanx is helping to gather coins and relics and all of these endless baubles, the Black King gives orders, a face that is once familiar and alien to Hadric. You swear the old man is going to break. Live the rest of his life at the bottom of a keg. But when you step back through the portal, back to the House of Shields, when he sees Beardrin's family, and they know, and he knows they know. Puts himself together. And he takes that young boy in his arm. And he lifts him up on his dwarven shoulder. You. Your father. No, I did. Rebuilt the House of Shields. Down heroes. To save a kingdom. And these people, centuries. And when you're old enough, I'm gonna how to do it even better. Because it seems ever so trite talk of treasure and gold and magic items after that. I think this is where we're going to say goodnight. I would just like to add, whenever they're all home and together and sitting at dinner at something, Fable's going to find her way over to him. Just sit down quietly and say, tell me a story about him. The young dwarf does. He is prepubescent, but... Um, he does. He remembers his father well, as they all do. And those that know the phalanx, the new the new black company, those that were there spend the night away. Telling stories and remembering their friend. The Black King stays far from that chamber that day. Instead, he is immediately about the business building these dwarves. 
your guts knots sacrifice hurts but you should take at least some old comfort the fact that at the very least it seems the black king will do it at his job Thank you, my friends, for hanging out with us. Uh, didn't expect tonight to be a downer. Kind of expected you guys to just uh, kill the dude, and uh, and that is a-okay. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we do sometimes get into get into some heavier stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, this is this is disasters in danger. Normally, we have a few more players excited for more PvP stuff. Uh, keep track of the socials for more. Uh, for our schedule coming up this week, things are still in flux with us as we as we settle up different shows. Uh, love you guys. Thank you for being here. Sorry we didn't check more dice, but um, we will next time. And we'll see you next time. So until then, uh, I should find the out loop. I should do that. I know we already raided, but I'm doing it anyway. End our... All right. We'll see you next time. Uh, be cool.